Yeah, I, I definitely think that if I was in a position uh, and I was opening up gyms and I had the option to, to, you know, throw money back into the company to then open up more brick and mortar locations that I'm in charge of, or me and a select group of people are in charge of, versus opening up a franchise, I would definitely go with the with the former versus the latter. And the reason is, I think that it, it comes down to values, right? It's really difficult to find anyone who matches values the exact same way that you match values. So. If I'm opening up a location, let's say my specialty is body work, right? It's corrective exercise, rehab, prehab, uh, and, and very specific performance-based training. If I want to find someone who cares about that as much as I do, I can definitely find it. But does that person actually care as much about exceptional customer service like I do? Do they care about making you know people happy and creating the environment, the culture that people want to work for like I do? There's a lot of things that come into play. So to try to find the franchisee that believes that same way that I believe, it's going to be very difficult. You see, because in my opinion, what happens is when things become franchised, they become diluted. I don't care who you are. The quality is going to diminish when a scalable system comes into place. Because the thing that breaks scale, honestly, is is the the, the human touch. It's the the ability to administer customer service. It's the ability to, to be present and and care about that one person individually than looking at that one person as being a part of a system that you're going to you're going to fix Sally's problem the way you fixed Sue, Donna, Karen, Michael, George and Billy's problem, right? Like that's what happens in scalable businesses is especially with the customer service perspective is this call may be monitored for quality assurance. It, it's it's meaning we're going to monitor this for training so that when Donna freaks out on Sam for, you know, his mistake with handling her problem, they can then play that to 30,000 employees and say this is how you handle a problem like this. So what that does is it takes away the individualization and makes it a scalable process that anyone and everyone can, can supposedly handle. So, so to me, if I'm in a position where I want to scale and I want to franchise and I, and, and I want to get you know, myself out there as being the titan in the industry or everyone wants to come to my location or buy into my location as a potential business person and I'm going to take royalties and cut off the top as my, my form of income and be a millionaire because of it, at that point, my values and, and, and perspective has changed from I really care about changing this one person to I want to change a lot of people, but I also know that the more people I reach, the more people uh, are going to be, the probability of people that aren't going to be happy are going to walk in the door. There's a higher probability that aren't going to be successful that are going to walk in the door. So now I'm realizing that you know maybe my process, a, large percentage, a small percentage of a large number is still a large number. So if I'm able to reach a million people, but I only have a 10% success rate, I'm going to advertise that I'm able to change over 100,000 people, right? It's false advertising, and yet it's it's true. So to me, now as the, the, the guy who's overseeing the whole operation, I don't really care about my core values and what my original goal was. I'm just looking at, at, at the dollar signs, right? Because it's it just comes down to the fact that I, I, I just want to be able to scale and make money and step further back and maybe find another passion and thing that I'm interested in because now, since money's not an issue and I don't have to work for the money, I can then think, well, maybe I want to be an investor. Maybe I want to open up more businesses and things like that. And then maybe you do change and there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you do change into someone who went from like, I, I'm speaking specifically in the fitness industry, but maybe you change from someone who wanted to be, uh, you know, someone who wanted to be the guy who helped people change their life to now... I'm good at business and I want to start a business. And yes, when you start a business, you give opportunities to other people and then other people have opportunities to make money and then they can scale that. And then, So you're still helping people, but, but your, your values have changed. And the biggest thing you need to do is you need to admit that, right? The biggest thing you need to do is you need to step up to the plate and say, I am no longer interested in 
what originally got me started, but I'm interested in what's going to keep me going. And I need to find people. This is how, this in my opinion is how Apple is Apple, right? You find people who at the, the 57th level are just as passionate as you were when you started the company so that they can facilitate the top level customer service and experience and quality and, and content that you were able to do because they're at the right position because that, that's the kind of people you want. You don't just find people, plug them in, utilize them to make you money and keep the business going and then if they want to leave, you get rid of them and find somebody else. That's, that's you not caring about the process. That's, that's, that's you just like, you know what, I'm just gonna, gonna get this done and, and I don't really care about what, the, what the, the people on the other end may think. I'm just simply making my money and I'm scaling and then eventually I'm gonna step out, sell the company, make millions of dollars and then move on. So that's just my take on, on how content is uh, is crushed sometimes by what's actually scalable.